The Mike Morgan Podcast, guaranteed to make you laugh. Not a guarantee. Good evening and welcome to the Mike Morgan Podcast, where we have a very special edition, our very first guest, who's not me doing a bad Scouse accent or trying to be Harry Kane, and um, my throat is still broke up. What are you up. talking about? I was here last week. Come on, England. Fuck off, Harry. Uh, we have our very first actual guest. Um, his name is Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Cornelius, how are you? Hello, and thank you, long-time listener, first-time caller. First-time caller. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's so much to introduce, I suppose. You you could be called a comedian, an actor, a, a father, a property and developer. And those allegations. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we'll go no further than that. Just allegations. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, innocent until proven guilty. I have guilty. nothing to do with it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, very happy to have you on, brother. And, thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, I, 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 what did I get up to this week, actually, just to inform? I meant to say it to you on the last podcast, right? What you think of this? Because you probably follow the page, right? On Facebook, there's this page. It's called Ireland's Parking Clowns. And it just shows the worst parking of the whole, every day. The worst parking we've ever seen. So my dad's company that I work for, Texas Foods, one of our boys in there just landed the van in the middle of Tralee, like hopped out the car and did the <laughs> delivery, just landed it. like. And uh, someone took a photo of it like, and goes... Texas frozen foods, <laughs> think they can park anywhere, like, you know, but everyone was sticking up for him, like, they were all like, where do you want them to park, like, he's yeah. delivering your food, like, you know, he's only, uh, people can get around him, sticking Karen's, up for him. man. Karen's, man. I am last down TikTok holes with Karen's at the moment, yes. because I had a Karen experience recently. Go on. I was doing a gig, right, and I was talking about autism during the gig, right, in my comedy set, I have a child with autism, and I was talking about my experiences with it, and this absolute... Karen, and I prefer to call her something else that sounds of like... Of course. K- yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> cut me. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, came up to me after she goes, I, I, and she was langers, and she was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what... I don't know, I don't know. It was a GA fundraiser, right, for the bars, St. Finn, or... Um, uh, do you know the St. Finn bars? Yeah, Football yeah. Club. And um, she was like, I don't even like comedy. That was that she started off with, right? Her friend, she went. Her friend saw me and said, "Oh, can I introduce you to my friend?" And her friend was Langers and was like, "I didn't even like comedy." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you do? What do you do? Like, you know what I mean? I am. I don't like secretaries. Like, how would you feel? She, she was like, "I don't think you should be talking about autism." And I was like, all right, okay. And you have to be careful about that because, um, you know, I'm only talking about my experiences. Yeah, of course. And I could be talking to someone who has autism and I don't want to, you have to be careful, obviously, because there's sensory needs and there's different approaches to people with autism. So I I said, I'm really sorry. Have you got autism? No, I don't have autism (laughs) at all. And I was like, all right. Blown moldy drunk. (laughs) Moldy. Yeah, moldy. She goes, no, I don't. And I said, all right, okay, have you got someone in your family who has autism, right? And she goes, no, I don't. And I said, right, have you got any friends who have autism? No, it's just, I just don't think you should be talking about it. I said, so you have no idea at all about autism and I'm making jokes about it, creating awareness on the topic uh, from a person who has an autistic child and is, uh, you know, dealing with uh, autism every day of their lives and trying to make jokes about it, make light of uh, of it without talking down about, uh, about the subject. And you're here inside in the Everyman Bar, langers drunk, telling me <laughs> what, like, you don't mean, like, fucking Karens. Yeah. Are, they're, they're, they're the entitled fucking, they're the entitled middle-aged woman who has just got fuck all going on in their life. Yeah. 
Fuck all. And they just want to be offended for the sake of being yeah. offended. They and don't know anybody <laughs> to do with what you're talking about, yet they're offended. Like, that's they're, mental. Like. They're, and they're waking up looking to be offended. Yeah. What can I be offended yeah. about today? Yeah. So I'm loving TikToks on Karen's at the moment, yeah, just yeah. watching these women in America give out to kids skateboarding. It's brilliant, like, isn't it's it? It's actually brilliant. addictive. And you know, it's funny you say that. As we have our first guest, which is you, we have your second guest, and, and she's here, like, drunk Karen. <laughs> Come on in. Yeah, I don't like podcasts. <laughs> I don't like podcasts. Do you Go back and listen to Radio Wonder or actually County Sound. C103 FM, Karen. Yeah. There's nothing at all wrong with it. Eric Griffin is on there at the moment. Playing I, the same I, fucking I, hits from 1982. Do you ever listen to C103 FM? 1980 is yeah. the station. They're, they're I, I always believe I can make a, a song that would get on C103. Like if you actually listen to it. my grandfather, we used to just go on drives. He'd have it on the whole time. Shout out to C103. They put me on sometimes if I have to sell tickets. I actually listen to them, but I'm from the 80s. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean? yeah. But like, if you're now, if you're a modern day person, like if you're in your twenties or thirties yeah. and you ch- you tune into it, it's all like wham and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be into it. No, no. well, no, actually, do you know what? I love them. I'm always on there and tune in. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah. Foxy Widow Tree. Yeah, those Karens, lad. Those Karens. I actually had a parking issue myself recently. I parked. Do you know? Um, I was I was doing a, a drop off around Washington Street. You know, the back of like. Um, uh, Reardon's, do you know that lane behind there? Yeah. Sure, there's no parking, but if you put it up on the footpath, it's alright. And your the delivery streets like. are taken over. By and do you know no. what? Does Nissan Micros and loading bays up and down the country like yeah. nothing being said to them? Like, do you know they're what I mean? They're not taxed. They're not insured. Yeah. And they have no NCTs. Yeah. And then you're coming up, giving out to me. Then like it's like go away from me. Anyway, a fella came up with his phone. <coughs> he was like, "What if someone with a wheelchair wants to come around you?" I goes, "If I see someone in a wheelchair, mate, I will pull away. Like, but there's nowhere for me to park around the street. Like, do you know what I mean? And he was videoing you, videoing me. Uh, well, t- had his phone out. Like, do you know what mm. I mean? And uh, there was other van drivers. There was loads of van drivers around the place even looking. Because I'd say he was going up to all of them, you know. And uh, I said, kid, what are, you, what are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm here working. Like, you're coming up wrecking my head on a Tuesday. What are you, do- what are you doing today? Like, do you know what I mean? Wrecking my head. And he was like, oh, you're, you're, yeah, taking up this. And I'm sick of it. I'm reporting it to the council. I was reporting it to the fucking council, kid. I couldn't give a shit. But I got paranoid enough anyway that he was filming me. So I took out my phone. I was like, what do you think of that? What do you think of that? But yeah, yeah what do you think of that? What do you think of I don't know, I don't know. I've actually seen him go up and say the same kind of stuff to the next driver when I was yeah. doing the delivery, like, you know, that kind of way. How old was he? About 50. 50? 50. 50. With glasses and a school bag. Fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly, like. Yeah. And it was like drawing, yeah, it was one o'clock. And that's the thing, Karens can be guys as well. Karens aren't just girls, like, you know, they're just Kenneths, boy. Kenneths. 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 Karen and Kenneth. Kenneth's boy. Yeah. Oh my God. Is Kenneth only a... No, you can get American Kenneths. They, they abbreviate it. Ken. Ken. Ken and Barbie. Yeah. What's Barbie short for? Barbara. I think it's just Barbie. Yeah. Did you watch the Barbie movie? No. Yeah, I watched it. It was actually pretty pretty good. I film. haven't seen Oppenheimer either. The two, nah, the, the two big ones it. that came out. Nah. No time, Ace. There's no fucking Mace, time. Ace, I've got fucking kids. You know what I'm talking about? I'm watching fucking Oppenheimer. I'm supporting fucking Bill himself. Oh, yeah. Cornelius is a big. Uh, he's a season ticket holder to Boer Celtic, our season. team. Season ticket. And he's, uh, he's, d- he's our, our tricky winning winger, Dylan's dead. That's so right. there we go. Yeah, yeah. just blood. He needs to be playing more. If management are listening to this podcast, Bob, Keith, Keith, yeah. Listen. Put Dylan on. Is Keith, is Keith? Take Mike off the pedals yeah. and the fleece <laughs> and put Dylan on him. And that's an order. <laughs> Actually, yeah. So what if he scores with every fucking second <laughs> shot? Take him off. 
Take your points, mate. Take your points. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Me and Con just made a, a podcast on his uh, podcast. Uh, it's called Corne- uh, Conversations with Cornelius. So if you want to go over there and check that out, uh, you, I should have said that in the uh, intro that you also own a podcast. Own a podcast. You I own, own a podcast. Several podcasts. <laughs> I own one in Ireland. I've got a two-bedroom semi-podcast in Portugal. <laughs> Fingers in many pies. Yeah, it's just saying me and podcasts know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like. Fucking so yeah, before we get into it, uh, some exciting news for Cornelius. If you live in the Mallow Cork area, in fact, it don't matter where you live. I said this before, I've one guy similar to your guy in Spain, or what's happened to you in Spain in your podcast. Yeah. I made an Africans Cup of Nations podcast about two years ago. Yeah. And it, it one guy from Morocco has <coughs> I don't know, I don't know, is it a guy like, but like one person from Morocco has consistently consistently listen to my podcast like yeah. but isn't that amazing that like, you can see it like yeah. and you've got lo- loads of people from Spain for some reason Spain now is just Spain after taking off I, I, I don't know what the story is like I, I, I I've um, I'm just trying to find my fucking tour dates here now so when you're talking to me I'm able to give you the information oh, yeah. but I can't find them okay. um, but um, oh yeah yeah this this month for some reason I my uh, figures on my podcast have been going through the roof and I was like Okay, this is brilliant. Fucking finally getting to the next level, you know. And um, then I checked the statistics or the analytics in it, and it's like fucking like everywhere else is normal, what where they normally are at the month, maybe up fractionally. Um, but there's Spain is up above with Ireland. There's like fucking nearly eight hundred dollars. Can you speak Spanish? I know. See. See? Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. Oh, you have the yeah. accent, don't you? Can you actually speak any foreign uh, languages? Un petit peu français. Un français, s'il vous plaît. Un anglais. Je m'appelle Cornelias. J'habite qui la boudine. J'adore Cornelias. Uh, I can do, uh, I can count to 12 in German. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay. And, um... You can get out of trouble, basically, I, if you're in Berlin, like, you get out of trouble with that. If, if either 1 to 12 is, yeah. is, is in the answer to the question, <laughs> would you like 1 to 12? 1. 1. 1. 1. S'il vous plaît. You know, uh, so that's a bit of Irish, pigeon Irish, yeah, like, pigeon, just pigeon, like, barely like, and I'm talking about Donegal pigeons now as well, like, you know, yeah. cool, yeah. that's all I can yeah. fucking say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Irish would be actually my least spoken language, I yeah. don't speak any languages. I love that it though, I think, the, I, I'm shit at Irish, but mm. I think some of the words in Irish are beautiful words, mm. like, beautiful, for example, beautiful, Be- and, and you know, uh, the words for... I always say this to Jessica, and it, and it makes no <coughs> sense. And I, I say it to my daughter, no, like, but if something's beautiful, I just say, Bealtaine, right? Bealtaine. <laughs> Which actually, I think, is the month of February. <laughs> it's February. <laughs> I'm just saying, February. <laughs> Every time. But it, it has a it's certain gusto to it. Bealtaine. Yeah. Fucking Bealtaine. Boekes Lydia. It's like, go Go Ta on green egg chanov. The sun is shining. Isn't that lovely? Chanov. Like, I'd love to say that in my everyday vernacular. Are you taking the chanov? You're taking the chanov, bro! The the fiends will have it all fucking abbreviated then. Ah, chan! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there. Like, yeah. It's hilarious. Like they come up and go, Pogue Mahone, as if, like, <laughs> as if we're such an expert in the language that like, of course we know what that means. Well, I'll be honest, Carl. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you could, you, you that's about as far as my thing goes as well. Like, you know, Pogue Mahone, yeah, your guess. Yeah. I barely know it as well. Like, you know? That's Irish for a rim job. Yeah. What you just said yeah. and what you mean are two different things. <laughs> you just asked me to give you a rim job. Why are you complaining? Yeah, in the past tense, you <laughs> dirty dog. Yeah, that's another thing is what, what, what the, there was always another tense what was the other fucking the Mokahi look that's, was that the future tense future tense yeah. I was like I, just, I don't know I don't I'm know man Irish right. was hard yeah it was just taught weird like, yeah you know you went to boarding school yeah I went yeah. to Coleman's yeah. 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 I love when you talk about <laughs> <laughs> going to a boarding school yeah. it's like it's hilarious I know what see my dad went to the boarding school right and my uncles went there and two two, uh, two of my uncles got expelled from there Fuck yeah! From boarding school for yeah, fighting, yeah. yeah, for fighting yeah. each other. No fighting day boys. <laughs> who? No, day fighting boys. who? Day boys. Oh, That's the D. Day, day boys. Day boys. <laughs> when you're in Col- so Coleman's College for my shout out to St. Coleman's College for my yeah. yeah. penitentiary. Penitentiary. <laughs> I was in. I did. I did a five stretch. Ninety to ninety five. <laughs> A five stretch. Yeah. I was a juvie. A slammer. <laughs> a juvie. But I was I was there from thirteen to eighteen, man, or twelve to eighteen, or t- fucking just just turned thirteen anyway. But I wanted to go there because my dad had gone there and my uncles had gone there and there was a bit of pedigree and I kind of thought it was great. Mm. You stay there in first year to stay there. Sorry, to, to, before you go further, did, did your uncles go to a different school or was the time that was it? Commons no, and nothing? They went to Bohobui. You know, it's, it's like the second division. It's like, it's like you were playing for Main City, now you're playing for fucking Salford. Like. Yeah, that's it. Like. Yeah, 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 fair yeah. enough. All right, go on. They went so. to Bohobui and one of the... One of, uh, Is that a, bo- bo- her school, uh, a boarding school as well? No, that was... Um, you collect them. That was... A rural uh, secondary school where fighting would be the norm. <laughs> My uncle was rampant. I'm not, like, I'm, like, I love both. Well, one of them has passed away since now, R.I.P. Nile. And uh, the other uncle is um, uh, Mike. And he's in Texas. And he'll definitely listen to this. He will definitely listen to this. I'll pimp this out on my um, Patreon or on my, my thing. And he fucking listens to my podcast all the time. And he loves your, um, he loves the episodes that you've been on on my podcast. But he'll Brilliant. definitely listen to this. But he, the two of them, he won't mind me saying this. The two of them were always, they were just like violent men. Like, you know, even when, like they were always getting, like always <laughs> getting into fights. Like, and I mean, like they, he was, they were in a gang. Like they were in a motorbike gang and everything. Like, back in the 70s. <laughs> Angels <Ireland>. of death. <laughs> <laughs> the new mountain <laughs> Three lads on a hundred fifty. <laughs> One helmet though. <laughs> they were wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh lad. <laughs> but um take it away. Um but yeah, yeah, so I went there, man, and it was um it was interesting. All right, yeah, it was interesting. Pretty much ha- you kind of The first day must have been nerve wracking, because I remember my first day of school Justin Mallow like my mum was coming for me at four o'clock no matter what went down yeah. so like to know like oh Monday like this is it like yeah and you doggy dog bed, man. put on your own pillowcases dress yourself what yeah sure you, you had like a little put key. on your own pillowcase I, I still haven't done that <laughs> man it's not that hard <laughs> I'd say you just get the pillowcase <laughs> put the pillow into it there's in a hole at the there's top there's a flip there's a system to it but go on and there is a system yeah, right. yeah. but you could learn <laughs> YouTube um, yeah it was it was I didn't see. I I was I wanted, to, and then I a lot of the lads I went to school with in Ballyclaw, like a flake of us went there. Like okay, like so my, like, to, like Fergus O'Hearn went, um, Tim O'Connor went, Danny McCullough went, Tommy McCullough went, Owen O'Grady went, Joe. Co- like there was about fifteen or sixteen lads from my school all went. So there was kind of a little posse of us. Now we were the first to go. There was only about there was only I think there was about there was Gus, Dave O'Hearn, myself. 
and I'm definitely thinking of missing out on one or two. They might come yeah. to me now. About four or five of us anyway in the first year. But then the second, when I was in second year, about 10 arrived on from Ballyclaw. Right. And then when I was in third year, another 10. Ah, you set the train, so. Yeah, yeah. so. And that, when I was there in first year, you had to stay there for three weeks. How many of you made it out? Only uh, trees. Not that many made it, man. <laughs> not that many made it, you know. Yeah, do, do you know the way there's a Vietnam, there's a Veterans Day, there should be a Coleman's Day yeah, for the guys who got alive. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so were you, were you, had you your own room? Were you put in with a stranger? Did you get to pick your roommate? In first year, we were in a, a dormitory, right, which is a big long room. Yeah. And there, there was like partitions. So you were like, you had you had what they were called were cells. Right, you, were, you got your cell. Japanese partitions. Like, <laughs> like, you were literally in a room with maybe 40 prepubescent uh, boys, like um, some of them pubescent, some of them pubescent, <laughs> some of them post pubescent, <laughs> some of them didn't post up. Um, but yeah, it was it was. Um, was there a priest in the door? And was, so you'd have a, a watch call it, then you'd have a um, what would they call the fucking uh, prefect, and that would change every week to be a different. It was prefect, a priest, and it was a priest. It was run by priests. And would you come in and go, "Yeah, to sleep, boys." And, co- and if you got in, like lights would go out at like I think lights used to go out at night, half nine or something like that. Half nine, the lights yeah. would out. The Champions League wouldn't even be over. Oh, right. the Champions League wasn't on. Yeah, it was European Cup. Yeah, yeah. It was, and it wasn't even on TV. Yeah, like, you, so you didn't miss nothing. Like, you yeah. only get to see the semi-final. You might even only get to see the final. And the, like, if there was a big match on, they'd yeah. always leave leave you watch the match. Right, 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 right. Like, but um. Yeah, it was it was tough. All right, like uh, when I look, like I didn't realize how tough it was until about twenty years after I left. Do you know right, that kind right, of way? Right. Um, Waking up in the middle of the night, fucking screaming, like yeah, there was a lot of fucking. There was a lot of like it was it was a hard old environment. There was a lot of bullying going on. And, I can imagine. And there was a lot of a lot of starvation, man. You were like fucking hungry all the time. Like there was no like the food was shit there. The food was dog shit. Like and it was and, and it was scarce. Like really, no, it was scarce. Like, and it was like, shout out, shout out, boy. But this is uh, this is the like, yeah, was yeah, the same. food was scarce. You and was somebody at the top eating all the food? Know, like, do you know what was funny? Right, is everybody knew us. The teachers, the priests, the cooks, and our parents knew there wasn't knew enough that we were starving. Like I'd come home, right, and like you, you bring food with you, right? You'd bring crackers and. Like fucking, might bring your own cereal because like all you had was like for breakfast it was like you'd have a sliced pan right put up on a table and you'd be on a table first year table right there could be thirty first year now first years there might be two sliced pans for thirty first years who are all starving right and and to, to be ahead of the table so the fellow who's at the head of the table would be in third or fourth year or leaving cert and he'd be in charge of of you guys behaving yourselves, but he got the privilege of sitting down at the top of the table and he'd take four or five slices before any of us could take anything. Ah, stop. You might be lucky to get a slice or two slices. <laughs> it's like, if this is, if this, if I was talking to a guy who went to jail in Colombia. Like, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> and I'm not even making this up. I know, I so he just took four off you and there's only two slices then. And then, and then he'd be like, you bring rat crackers now next week, you bring jam, Jesus. you bring croquettes, you bring fucking peanut butter, you bring frosties. And if you didn't bring it back, then you were put to the end of the table what? and you were getting the last of the bread. And you'd often get no bread, like. And then, like, as you got older, then right in 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 school, the first years were at the far end of the school. And then, as you progressed in second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year, you'd move up closer to the ref, which is the refectory, which is where we ate our breakfast, dinner, and literally meal. levels to the food chain. Levels, you know, it drops down. The bell would ring, and it would be like a stampede. It'd be like the Serengeti of the antelope trying to run away from, uh, from the the, the lions. The speed and the stealth and the speed of people racing to the ref every day, every, for for 
specifically for breakfast and tea because that's when <laughs> bread was available and bread was a, like I'm telling you the food was shit man I swear to god like you'd, you, you'd live on bread and butter like that's what you'd live on um, like the dinners like there was, they were slop like they were just like really bad wet potatoes and like meat under a film of fat and fucking sludge and like over processed peas and then like every day every single day at tea time Every single day, seven days a week, chips. Every single day with one other thing. And it was either a fish cake, sausages, or do you know those mini small little tiny small pizzas? Remember, do you know those small yeah. mini pizzas? That was a pe- that was the thing. And that was it. And, and some people, and like, there's a lot of bullying. There's a lot of people, like, do you know the way nowadays people are like, you know, celiac and they're allergic to this and they're allergic oh to God, that. And pe- so there's huge. people there and they're dealing with autism and they're dealing with food allergies. And, and that's what they're provided with. And so like, you know, some fella might, you know, some like, like I, when, I, when I look back, it was really tough. But you just got on with it because everybody had to get on with it. Yeah. And, um, and it was great. And at least, at least there was no beatings. Like, do you know what I mean? When my uncles were there and my father was there. You get fucking shit kicked out of you by the priests, like yeah. that. Always astonishing. There was a lot of psychological fucking shit going on. Now, like yeah. I mean, if you got like I was always getting into trouble, like always, always, always getting into trouble, and um, especially at night time, you know, just doing fucking stupid shit, mm. like you know, fucking <laughs> water fights and fucking. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> like just stupid shit. Like you're a teenager. You're like, yeah, yeah. You've taken exactly. We Tell all got laugh, we like. we all got up to that shit. Yeah, at, at a normal school, you see. But this is twenty four seven. No, yeah. You have to do the things you have to get up to, and it's constant. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, like fucking hell. Like. And you're all I ever was all I was ever doing was trying to make people laugh. Actually, yeah. like you know, so that they'd like me, so that I'd yeah. be accepted. Do you know that kind yeah, of yeah. Like you know, like and um, I'm the same. And uh, exactly, even in a, a, <coughs> an all boys school, no, to a lesser extent. At least I got to go home at four o'clock. Like not at least I'm sure you would, there was good parts to your school as well and there was benefits to it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. A lot of blowjobs. A lot of blowjobs. <laughs> hey, look, a blowjob's a blowjob. Don't matter if it's a priest giving it to you. Father uh, Finberg, God bless him. God bless his soul. <laughs> oh Taught me everything I knew about the French <laughs> 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 What did you learn in France? <laughs> I learned how to kiss, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Auntie's knees. He was uh, with me and Father Frank. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, Father Finbar. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, Father Furlow. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah look it, it shapes you obviously I'd say like but like oh lad it just sounds like prison to me like but I, I, to, I totally get it but I, I totally tell you get it. I came out in 95 right 80. came out that's yeah. the other thing I would say I finished school yeah. but you say I came I out I came out of it man <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I yeah. fucking I failed my leaving cert so <laughs> so like I mean that was money well spent mom and dad <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Send them off to expensive boarding school. That's the other thing. Like uh, I fail maths because I can't do maths. I can't do. I can. I can do maths. No bother in a certain way. Yeah. I can. I'm actually brilliant at maths yeah. in a very yeah. specific certain way. Yeah, yeah. I can. Ca- like you could give me numbers calculate and I'll do them in a, like Noel always says because the way you do. Your calculations yeah. is always really stupid. I'd say good with odds. Like I'd say you could see odds like now, like, like you know? and be no about but it. But like I couldn't theorems and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I failed past maths, right? right? I fail, and so if you fail maths, you fail your leaving. You fail your leaving. Yeah. So I came out, failed my leaving cert, nineteen ninety five, and I went straight into high finance. I was selling cars. <laughs> <laughs> I was selling cars, man. Like fucking 30, 40,000 uh, uh, pounds cars. High finance. High finance. How'd you get on in that? Not great. <laughs> that car is 30,000. Sorry, 35. Sorry, 25. What you want to do? <laughs> it's all the same, right? Come on in, so you're going to cars. That was it, man. Do you like it? 
No, fucking, because I, I, I was, see, I thought I was thick. I always thought it was thick. I still would be, like, book smart, like, I wouldn't be great. But, like, I was really good at English, really good at memorizing stuff. Love history and geography. Mm. Like, I, I got an A in English, got an A in geography. and I, But I didn't study for any of them, but I was just would have a natural ability mm. for those subjects, like, you know? A grow. Mm. Um, so, I, but I came out because I couldn't do maths and, like, you failed your leaving cert. Like, I was like, I didn't start even talking I guess, like, you can get an A in everything else and they just discount that, yeah. like, do you, you know what I mean? You can't count. So yeah. he's out. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you get <him> so <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But that's the way it is. It's yeah. fucking uh, but the education system is stupid anyway. Um yeah, so I was selling cars and um I was at that for seven or eight years. I was uh, it was grand, like it was yeah. good money, like you make great money, commission, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> you would be and I'm able to talk and sell shit, like so yeah, yeah. fucking I was good at it, like yeah. and um but I hate Hated it, like, hated. I hated working for people, man. Yeah. Can't work for people. Yeah, I can't. I can't. That's why I'm a comedian. Like, yeah, like, and even like, I run clubs. I have Coco and Kingdom and stuff like that. Uh, like, I have to. I have to be the master of my own destiny, yes. or I'm not happy. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah, Because like, yeah. at least if it goes bad, you you're in charge of your destiny. Charge, like, like, do you know what I mean? Exactly. And when it goes good, then you did it. Like, do you know exactly, that kind of way? Like, exactly. And it's like, and it's, but it's like even you know yourself with comedy. Like, you know, you're on you're your own. You're a sole trader. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're selling you're, yourself. You're, you're selling yourself. So, yeah. um, yeah. So I was working. I was working back in the market selling Citrons and Rovers. And Mitsubishi. <laughs> you couldn't even pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, I think it was Citroen, Rover, and Itchy Pussy. <laughs> Sorry, Mitsubishi. <laughs> Those Itchy Pussies are selling like gold. The, the Itchy Pussy Colt is, I'm sorry, the Mitsubishi Colt is a beautiful car. <laughs> so I uh, do that for a base, and then I fucking, um, I fucking. I had no interest, man. I kind of, uh, oh, I went to England for a bit then, I was running pubs over in England. Um, so sold door-to-door insurance. Had my own fucking window cleaning company. Fucking sold door-to-door. <laughs> Which led me to robbing property. Because <laughs> I would see as I do this. To sell all the information to people. I used to just case the joints. <laughs> Do a lot of vacuums. <laughs> case the joints. I love that. Do you know, yeah. actually, a, a few weeks ago, I made a podcast about gambling. And mm. you got into me, and you were I like, was a "My poker player, man! I swear to God." That's a, and this is actually why I want to bring you in because we've we've talked now for nearly half an hour, and we haven't I haven't <laughs> talked about what I wanted to bring you in to talk about. Um, but yeah, sure, you're so you're, you're so interesting, sure. But um, yeah, so you got onto me after the gambling podcast, and you're like, "Dude, that, I, it was nice to hear the story, but I I forgot I actually forgot about when your episode of gambling." Mm. And I always laugh when you actually, similar to you going to boarding school, I laugh at your lifestyle <laughs> and the way you tell a story about like your gambling. Like, like you, you, you say at the end of it, thank God I'm over it, but then you glamorize it. <laughs> when you're talking about it, you make it sound so beautiful. And then at the end you go, thank God I'm not in it anymore. <laughs> and that's why I don't crack cocaine anymore. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful, man. I had money rolling well, in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a supermodel on top of my face and I was like, no way. That's me yeah. done. So I suppose we're not really going to talk about getting off gambling we're just going we're, we're kind of going to glamorize it up as well first of all i have to say i did listen i, I, I first of all your podcast i'm enjoying your podcast thank you thank you for having me on your podcast and i was telling you today like do you know we're on the road a lot so like late nights and stuff like that i love listening to podcasts and it's great just your podcast is great and it's crack and i love that the, the new creativity that you're putting on it as well singing songs and doing raps yeah. <laughs> you're being vulnerable man and that's lovely that's lovely and like when you were talking about the um 
the gambling you you gambling during the pandemic i like i could fucking i could feel it coming off you and i was like uh i could also i could also really relate it because i've definitely been down in down a, a similar path but i think it's very important that you um I think it's very important. That's why I like you doing because you're involved in Borough Celtic. You're involved in North Cork. You're a young man living in North Cork. You're sharing your experiences. And the thing with gambling is it's it's hidden. It's like you drink and you go out, you have five or six pints, you smell the drink off you. If you have a joint or if you're fucking taking a bit of coke, mm. you know straight away yeah. someone is after taking a bag of coke, they're all up in your face telling, talking to you about fucking conspiracies or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Smoking a joint, people are stoned. But with gambling, you could be fucking, you could have 500 quid on Not A Hope at the 220 in Kempton <laughs> and in your pocket and, you know, at a family dinner yeah. and just keeping an eye on the phone and going like, and you're, you might have lost 500, but your whole week's salary could be gone there yeah. and on a fucking stupid bet, like, yeah. do you know? And um, men, and like, I'm all for fucking everybody's rights, but I think men in particular, young men, and even all men have are f- been downtrodden on an awful lot late in the last few years in society. And we are fucking, we're, d- we're the lads that do all the work. Like, we are doing all the shitty jobs. Now, I don't do them, right? Like, pl- plumbers and fucking roofers and fucking bricklayers, building houses and fucking doing all the hard, like, driving vans and fucking, do you know what I mean? Like, and we have a lot on our shoulders. And, so, like, we're, we're respectful uh, honest species now so we're not going around raping and pillaging like we did five six thousand years ago yeah but we're paying the price for what they did know but, did today's that, society for but that release yeah. needs to come out still do you know that kind of that fucking madness that's inside in the man's masculinity and like fucking rape and fucking murder and pillage is all wrong obviously mm. but like we still are like you know it manifests in true sport now you know you use true p- people channel that channel that energy through sport playing sport and and um and then through drinking and through drugs and through fucking very much so through gambling, mm. you know, and uh, because of the fucking the risk, I think yeah. is and what the it buzz is. of winning, boy. the when buzz of winning yeah. is on like I like yeah, I the, the, the whatever point it hits in the brain, yeah. right? do you know what I mean? Like it's like oh, you do anything to feel it again, then and like, and it is it is the most dangerous yeah. of all the things. Like I think they're all dangerous, right? Like and I mean. I'd say it straight up here. I smoke weed every day, right? I'm like, I am a consumer of cannabis and I will be a consumer of cannabis till the day I die. I fucking talk about it openly. My whole show is about it. This, uh, um, like, I talk about it openly. It's completely illegal. If a guard asks me, I'll tell them straight up and do you know what I mean? Whatever fine I get, I get. Mm. But like, alcohol is the same. Even drugs now is not the same. But gambling, there's a shame that comes along with gambling. Mm. And it, there's a, an epidemic in this country of fucking suicides as well. And I bet you, like, and I've, I mean, this is only a speculation now, like, a lot of behind the scenes, have a look and see if those lads have, bet, have betting accounts and mm. stuff like that. Because the despair you have when you lose money is there's nothing like this. Yeah, now, I'm going to give you a few lovely gambling stories that were great crack and all that yeah, kind yeah. of carry on. But, like, it's a serious topic. And I, I was delighted that you were talking about it because... Young men are fucking on their phone gambling the whole time. And it starts off with, look, fucking, let's put 20 quid on there. Liverpool are playing Everton. Let's put 20 quid on Everton there. They're four to one. Great price. Take it. Do you know? They're at home. They lose six nil. You know? Yeah. Or, or they win. They win. Yeah. And then That's the like, worst thing that can happen. Like, the first you know time I mean? is that you win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you win. And, th- and then the next thing you're like, fuck it, that's half a week's wages I won mm. there, boy. And do you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting up and I'm going in here for 40 hours. Mm. If I just study the farm here, boy. 
Do you know what, what it was with me? That's it is. It's the time as well. That the time I used to spend thinking about a game. Yeah. Like the, it's like like oh, there's nothing to do today. Like I said, the pandemic. No, there was nothing to do. There's a game on tonight. I would look through everything. I'd know the play winger's mother's name, like, and I think, oh yeah, I got this. Like, yeah. I got this. He was at a wedding last Friday. Do you know what I mean? He was at and, uh, Do you know what I mean? Like, and it was he didn't even. Do you know what I mean? He had nothing to do with the game. He scored a hat trick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, like you know what I mean? I I don't know. It was predom- Was it predominantly football? That's predominantly football, and then all the boredom, horse racing. Yeah. Do you ever b- bet on the virtual horses? No, no, yeah, no, no. I, no. I had a few incidents with the virtual really? horses. Really? Yeah, I just, I, however yeah. bad it got, I don't think I could, I could, I could get to that. Because you'd like, be like, okay, like, like I, like. So you'd have theories. You'd be like, the favorite can't win. Yeah. Yeah, the favorite yeah. can't win in a virtual and horse they're not race. Gonna, and they're not going to let the, the, the long shot win. Yeah. So it's between these six. Yeah. All right, okay. So let's, so this one won the last time. This one won the next time. Is there a pattern here? Is yeah, it yeah. two, three, four? No, it's two, two, two. No, it's one, three, two. Two, two, four. That was it again. We just had to wait another six more races. Fail. And it's gone. <laughs> oh, my no. God. Did you win in the virtual horses? Uh, no, I will say most of my gambling was poker, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I've had, a, like, any time I ever did virtual ho- horse racing, it was if I was going into the bookies to put money onto my Paddy Power account, mm-hmm. you know? And because now, like, when I was... Um, uh, um, playing poker I used to play during the day online and then in the evening I'd go into the casinos and play above in Cork uh, and played I played a tournament and then I played a cash game afterwards and then for a finish I'd stop playing the tournament and I'd just come in late and play the cash game because that's where the real money was that's where the big money was and I did it for 18 months and I'd say all things being even I, I broke even maybe a small loss but like I was financing my whole life. Yeah, so you, you, fa- yeah, so you were able to pay your way. I was able to pay my way, but I had, but I, but I lost, man. I lost so much time. I lost so much of my fucking soul. My fucking mentality went dark. I wasn't a great dad to Dylan around that time. I wasn't like, you know, do you know what I mean? Had I not been up all hours of the night, like, you know, I might not have been very present when he was with me and stuff like that. Um, I know what exactly what it's uh, even that vacant. Like, I've been va- I was vacant. Like, vacant you know? is the word. Like, and you're just especially if you last, mm. you know, you'd be like you'd be vacant, and there'd be just kind of this emptiness in you, and you'd be just like, "Fucking hell, I have to stop this now or whatever." Um, but like, <clears throat> why I why I why I quit playing poker was, and I still play poker actually, so I didn't really quit. Yeah, and I, 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 and I said as well. I yeah. I, I said I goes. To, if I want to bet, Jess, I have to ask yeah. Jess, and we have a limited on what we can do in a week. I'll ha- I can have a ten or twenty euros a week, depending on it. I'm and once same. that goes, and no, I, I've made it in such a way that if I want to gamble, I have to literally go and ask somebody. Like, <laughs> and that has sorted my life out. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and as well as not being. I don't want to gamble, no, because mm. I don't want to ask Jess about. I don't want to do it, like, because I don't. There's effort, like. I I've made a debt. Credit union and get, get five hundred quid loan. You could, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You pass out all the fucking bookies on the way as well every day. I'm driving down. Like, I, I always feel like that with it. It's What's bookies that? and fucking chippers. That's all it is, boy. You like, and then you wonder why the coffee's free and their couches are nice and all yeah. this kind of stuff. Sure, kid, they're up a fortune, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but go on anyway, fucking but poker. Yeah, so, so for me, it was like when I was living in London, Texas Hold'em was the, the big thing, right? And everybody was playing it. It was in all the pubs and everything like that. And before I left to go to London in, I think it was 2005, 
there was a poker tournament done in the arches. They have it every year. Fucking, I think it's for a, a GA fundraiser or something. It's in the arches, big massive one, and they played five cards stud. And I used to, in Coleman's is where I started playing boarding school. It was where I started playing cards. I was actually going to ask you, did you think going to Coleman's made you a better poker player? Not that you played poker there, but that you did think and know, like maybe think like, like it was knowing honest, people basically. Like Coleman's was like a jail, man, because yeah. it was like in between, stu- like you'd be, like in between class, like when school was over, it was over for the day they went home but we were still in school yeah. we were in school at 3 o'clock and not going to bed till half 9 and still at half 9 do you think like when you were older you were still yeah. awake yeah. you were sharing rooms with people then you had your own room and Wanking stuff like that and and shit. And you, all, all the time like yeah. you'd bring back you know if you were going back for a week you'd bring back you know 14 pairs of socks yeah. one for your feet and one for your dick do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean um, but like so there was loads of pitch and toss there was all gambling games going on and there was like fucking poker fight card. there was always something going on and you'd be you'd be gambling with your sausages man for your chi- your, your your tea like I'll play you for your two sausages tonight because you'd know what's on that night you know you'd ask the kitchen staff what's, what's for tea tonight sausages tonight you get your chips and two sausages moppers we'd be playing this hurling game I wouldn't it. have the heart to eat your man's two sausages in front of me. but you would man you would if you were there for two weeks and you, you were, were absolutely <laughs> ravenous <laughs> and every other cunt was trying to take your shit like do you know <laughs> what I mean it was like I would I suppose it was like a fucking it was kill or be kill yeah. kind of vibe like you, you know um, you got a bit of a you had to develop a coping mechanism, like you know, um, but definitely learned all how to get how to play cards in there. And I remember playing that tournament before I go to London inside Mallow, and I won it, and I won like nine hundred pounds or something like that. Whoa! And I remember thinking to myself, "Fucking hell!" Because I was okay in Coleman's at it as well. I was like, "Jeez, I'm good at cards. Like, I'm good enough cards." And then Texas Holden came on the scene, and I was living in London, and it exploded all over the world but London was the epicenter of it and I was running a pub in East London called the Princess of Wales and there was other uh, other uh, fellow my age from Dublin Dublin Dave and he was running a pub called The Antelope in Leytonstone Leighton Orient place and um, on Mondays we'd go to this underground fucking I swear to God now this is pure uh, this is pure what's that two stocks Russian roulette like, two stock yeah, yeah. smoking barrel we used to go yeah, to this yeah. underground knock on the door look out the, the, the hatch would come across you'd have to put up your fucking passport and we'd ham up being Irish our things were from Ireland we're here for the game we heard there was a game yeah, like yeah, yeah, here. top of the morning to you oh Jesus Christ have you got give us some yeah, tapping yeah, yeah. right there and we, you'd go in there and there was all these fucking Arabs with jewels dripping off them and fucking gangster mobster walking around and then kind of slick fucking tin Mustache, fucking sleaze bags, and like loads of fucking hookers, and people openly taking coke and uh, pong of weed inside there, and about ten or fifteen like underground proper hardcore games of cards, and there was a there was a tex- there was a couple of Texas Hold'em t- uh, tables, and that's where I learned, and I lost a good bit of money now playing there, but I used to, like I lost. <laughs> Like I lost. <laughs> I told you. Going to say, I, I told you. There's going to go into the story of you taking this gangster's money and uh, no. Arab didn't like that. No. And I, w- <laughs> I lost my ball. Right? It was like it was like as if you were a good football player, right? And you were put straight into the championship, into yeah, cent- centre yeah, mid. Yeah, this isn't my environment at all. I couldn't be but myself. But you learned like, so much. That yeah. The following year, you're playing in League Two, 
and you're in fucking centre mid, and you're like, these cunts, are, I, can, I have these cunts, yeah. you're only a year older. Yeah, yeah. You know? Could you smell that at the table? Could you go and in and go, I'm, I, after a few hands, go, I'm the best fucker here. So there's a here. saying, there's, a, there's like, there are a few things in, in poker, like this, it takes a, a minute to learn and a lifetime to master, because there's so many le- so many layers to it. Like, honest to God, like the cards are important, but they're really not important. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's betting patterns, it's, it's how a person holds himself, how a person uh, reacts uh, on a regular basis to a, a type of pressure that you're putting on. Cards are important. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, they decide whether you win or lose the hand. But you can push a person off a pot with a bet if they, if you think yeah, that they're representing something that they don't have, but they might have on the next street. So it's, it is a fascinating game. And I kind of have, an, have, a, have a, always had a knack for it. Um, and then I, I went in this environment with these boys myself and Dave were going in there with maybe I say a lot of money now we'd go in there with maybe 200 pounds right which we thought was a lot of money but lads in here now had 15,000 and 20,000 and there was games there that were like there could have been maybe 200,000 pounds on the table like but there might be eight people sitting at the table like so not one person with 200 do you know what I mean like and pounds like you know and they were there was definitely like it was you could smell the crime in there like do you know what I mean they, these were nefarious characters mm. right and the only reason we got in there right is we ran pubs and Dave knew the main guy that owned the whole place and Dave had this knack of just being the best crack in any environment he could be out with fucking like a load of serial killers and they'd all love him yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, one of these and he'd be he'd start singing yeah you wish I was yeah and like you know talking yeah, about the stereotypical things. everything you want in an Irish yeah, person in exactly. company like, like yeah, and yeah. he drink the sh- and he was a womanizer and he was great at cards and a great laugh pick up the guitar and sing a song at the end of the night and do you know is he still around uh no, no, I haven't met him in years now. I had kind of... We, no, I got his legs broke by two fucking loan sharks. He, no, I, I haven't done, we, we just kind of drifted. Like, I kind of left... When I left that job in London, when I left London, I was like, okay, I need to leave this behind me now because it was like... Yeah, dude, when you leave a scene, when you yeah. leave a, a moment in life, you got to let go of everything. Kind of. Yeah, you got to cut loose, yeah. I came back to Ireland anyway, and that was my training. I did some... Yeah, did, you were I, in London. You had different yeah, experiences yeah. than everybody else back here. Like. And I was playing in the Grosvenor Casino over there as well. And I played with some fucking big poker players over there, like Vicky Corrin, who's a... She's a journalist now as well. And she's like a fucking world-famous uh, poker Played with Tony Cascarino. Played with fucking Steve Davis. You were laughing at me before this. And Niall Quinn. I was Just because t- he was going, <laughs> I played with Niall Quinn. I played with, I played, you know the snooker player? And I was like, you played snooker with him? He's like, no, I nah. played poker with him. Texas <laughs> Harlem. Texas Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I was Play with Mark the Motive. And if they are interesting characters. You meet a very, like, it is an interesting world. Well, you, you have know? to look into his soul at a table. It's not like, oh, can I have a photograph? It's like, you've got to... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but could you say to Nile Quinn at a poker table, like, do you know what I mean? Kid, you're a bag of shit at Sunderland. Bag of shit. You could, of course. You can say whatever you, you want. You can say whatever you want, man. Yeah, yeah. You can say whatever you want. You let, you let yeah. Roy Keane down, didn't you? Yeah. In, in, over in Saipan. You could, no. There's, there's a floor manager. A floor manager could come over and kick Fuck you off. Fuck the floor being, manager. You can't kick down to me. If you're playing a tournament, you can get a penalty and stuff like that. Because, like, you, you know. Let Nile like, Quinn take it, he'd miss yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Cascarino yeah. score his uh, against Romania, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Cascarino played with Cascarino a good few times. Tony Cascarino. Pete <laughs> Finnerty, the guy with Hummer, played with him a good few times. Um, but I don't think he's on the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Stratosphere uh, or Cas- financial. Cascarino. To, yeah, to bring in, at least the boys I, got paid. But, but yeah. Uh, yeah. with the best of them anyway at Texas Hall. And then I came back to Ireland <laughs> and I was working selling cars again, back selling cars. And I fucking, I was like, fuck this. What were you selling now? I was working with my old man. 
and he kind of selling new and used cars we were because we like we'd have like he my had my job was to wind back the clocks no no no, no, no. Oh, absolutely not I'm really no, no 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 absolutely not no he's um blackrock motor company like and he'd be very respected he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 blackrock motor company and i was um working away with him but i just didn't like it like and i do so like kind of had a bit of a breakdown then had a bit of a fucking hoo-ha left that and then started playing fucking cards and I said, I'm going to do this. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And I fucking went in. Uh, I went to Hammer. Well, and, and you do go extreme in anything. You do go into so... Uh, like I bought all the books, man. I bought all the books. I I, I failed my leaving cert. A lot of it is mathematics. A lot of, like, basic strategy mathematics. Like, when you get that kind of stuff. Odds, pot odds, implied pot odds, stuff like that. But for some reason, I was like, okay, this is actually making sense to me. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm understanding this is like... Uh, and then, like, I'd apply stuff that I'd learn. Scoot, like... Uh, and then I'd go into Cork and the, the standard of player in Cork at the time was not great. It's much better now. Um, and um, I found that I was going to go in and I might make 300 quid or 400 quid. And then like this is when I was working, uh, selling cars, going make three or 400 quid. And one night I went in and I won a tournament and I won like, I think it was about like five grand. Oh. And then I'd go in the next night and i play a cash and I might make. 200 quid and then I might make 600 quid then you might lose 300 quid and then you might lose 200 quid but then you might win it all back at plus more the next uh, but I was winning more and I was keeping track of it as well I was like okay keeping track of it here am I because you know you could easily fool oh. yourself like yeah. do you know and um, I was like I think I could do this if I do this if, if, if it's all about mm. you know you have to be really disciplined and most gamblers are not disciplined. I would not be. Do you I, know what I mean? I could not be disciplined enough to play and the thing, cards. And the thing with me is, I wasn't disciplined at all, really. And you'd always chase your losses. Yeah. You know? And um, so I remember one night, I lost like maybe eight grand fucking chasing a 500 euro, a 500 euro loss. Eight grand. Chasing it like. You know? I remember, was it that you ran out of money or did you? <laughs> did you I ran out of money. Yeah, yeah. You would have lost ran, more. Out, ran out of. I would have kept going. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's a it's a disease, yeah. man. It's a yeah, disease. Yeah. No, I know, no, like, no, I know, I know, I know. And um, I had no access to like I like I had no access to more money. Yeah, and that's and, what stopped. And that's what stopped me. Yeah. Um, but then there was a like there was a night like there was nights then where I won like I think the most I ever won was about eleven and a half, twelve grand Whoa. combined between playing online and winning a tournament on the same night. But like uh, all in all, though, like you know, ups, downs, ins, outs. I was probably breaking even as if I had a regular job driving. A yeah, fucking yeah, you were getting stand, no, you're getting right? a wage every week from it. Like, but my relationship was shit. My relationship with my parents was non-existent. I don't think I was a great dad to Dylan at the time. I know I wasn't. I know I wasn't as good a dad as I could have been, and I'm very sorry for that. Um. And uh, I was just not, a, I was not happy myself. I, I, like I was, cha- like I was, I, be, I became a kind of a, an angry person. Do you know that mm. kind of way? I don't know about you like that. Mm. No. I was angry and I was like, I might lose a bit. And I, I, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, do you know, and I blame everything else. Everything else. You know, yeah. and, um, and then I just, uh, I wasn't doing comedy either. Like, you know, and I started doing a bit of comedy when I was in London with the poker, you know, and I pursued the poker first. Um, just the fucking the greed and the money and stuff like, and I didn't the thing is I don't fucking give a shit about yeah, money yeah at the I end of the day like that's the weird it, thing like. about so what is it yeah. I always ask myself yeah. at the end of the day if I did do that if, if I, I had a hundred million in the bank I'd be, stu- I'd be doing stand up comedy yeah. anyway do you know what yeah. I mean 
yeah. It's all about the money. Like. I often think yeah. about that as well when I look back. It's like, well, what are you chasing? What losses are you chasing? What, but what are we gaining? What happens if we win? It's a, Do you know that kind of way? It's I was, some sort of an insecurity, I think, what it, deep down inside. It's like it's like back in the day there. It's like back when I was saying there to you, it's like trying to make people, I was getting into trouble because I was trying to make people laugh. Mm. And trying to make people laugh. Why am I trying to make people laugh? Because I want people to like me. Why do I want people to like me? Because I don't like myself, maybe. Why don't I like myself? Because I'm this, that, or the other. And you just fix this, that, and the other. Address those, this, that, and the others. Whatever those, whatever yeah. those, this, and that, and And if you still want to make people laugh after that, that's you, that's you wanted to do it, yeah. it, you know. But it was like, no, I think it's important that you're talking about it on your podcast, yeah. man. And I think it is a good thing. And like, I, I, I look back in it fondly because I had some unbelievable matches and card games and tournaments and I travelled around and I was... I, I, you was have exciting, like, like the highs that you experienced like 11 grand, 8 grand, yeah. these things like, and the lows of losing lows. 8 grand, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And the lows, man, the lows are fucking... The lows are... The, you, and you but you know what the, the numbers are insignificant <laughs> I, if, you, if I just go you lost all your money that could be 500 to someone that could be 5 million to someone yeah. do you know that kind of way and that's why I said to you like it was because it, it was all gone because I have a similar like mine was similar enough like had like I, I said in my last podcast thank god I didn't have a million in the bank mm. do you know because it would be all gone like, yeah. do you know yeah. At the end, it would have been all gone like. it's true man it's true it's true, and the way I think I didn't lose the r- the main reason I didn't lose much money really was I, uh, was I always kept my money away from me. <laughs> Do you right, know what I mean? Right. I'd be like, "This is what I have now." This is, I used to kind of go, "All right, okay, the tournament might be a hundred euros," and I go, "Okay, I'll play the tournament. Hopefully, I'll win the tournament, or I'll place in the tournament. If I do that, I'll go home." Yeah. that's my night's work if I don't do that I'll enter the cash game and that's 300 there for the cash game so the tournament might be 100 and the cash game I'd have 300 so that I'd be bringing in 400 and then I'd go alright okay I'll bring in 500 just in case I get very unlucky and I need to buy back in and then that's all you have and, that's it. and yeah. that would be my thing 500 and like you'd bring that and you might come home with 380 or you might come home with 120 or you might come home with 1200 do you know what I mean and then at the end of the week You'd, you've got your. I used to play six nights a week, like so. That's like fucking three grand is what you've staked. So if you had three four, three eight, or four two, that's what your profit was that week. Yeah. And if you had two grand, you lost two grand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, that is one thing that I did. I always, and it, it kept me kind of going because I, because I really, it was my ego was a big thing as well. I didn't want to fail at it at all because like all my friends thought I was cool. Like, oh, he's Khan's playing poker professionally, like do you know. There were there was a. At the start, it was cool, like, yeah, you know. Um, like Did you tell your parents? I can't. I can't but tell people, like, so with cannabis. It hurts me to, to not be myself. Yeah, so, so I had to. Yeah, it, like, it, it hurt, like, like, it hurts me even to say there now, the, my biggest regret of the whole thing was for the 18 months, like, I was still taking Dylan Tolley's soccer matches, still taking, or to soccer training out in Claude's, still taking Tolley's GA matches, but I could have been a much better dad to him. Like, uh, do you know what I mean? More present I could have been more present. Like, yeah, yeah. And like, I can't get that back now. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's me. That's yeah. the life to carry that now. Like, that's my penalty yeah. for what? For fucking breaking even? Sure, you know what what was a big trigger for me as well was uh, I used to walk the doglet and that used to be and I'd be looking up even when I was very bad knowing I was doing horses waiting for the first horse to run because the Champions League ain't until later or yeah. whatever like you know walking the doglet and I love walking the dog like I love it like but I didn't do it properly and because I was so during the pandemic like I was actually so wrapped up on my phone walking the dog I'd be like, this dog is my, I love this dog, like, you know what I mean? Like, and she'd be dead there in a few years. I'd be like, oh, I wish I could have one more walk with my dog. It's like you had 60 of them and you were on battery six five kids. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think of that, like, and it's like, yeah. you want to get little moments your whole life, like, do you yeah. know? And 
Yeah. So that's the head wrecking part. Fuck the money, really. To be real, like you can go, you can go get more money. I can't even. Do you know what I mean? Like you asked me what I bought. Like I remember one. I, like I remember, I remember one particular Friday. I won three and a half grand, and I was going to a stag the next day, right? And I made three and a half grand on the Friday, right? And I was on a fucking serious run now as well. I remember, like you go on runs, and there was a game that we were playing. We, Texas Hold'em was my best game, but the cash game they used to do a round of, of Hold'em and then a round of Omaha, right? And Omaha is is almost the same, except you get four cards instead of two cards. So your probabilities, your permuta- the permutations and combinations are drastically uh, multiplied. Yeah, right? way more cards. And, and the pots grow massively in these because people have much more of a chance of, of having the nuts at the end. So you've, it's a real gambler's game, like, do you know what I mean? And I remember when that came in, I didn't know how to play the game properly, right? But it, I, if I wanted to play in the big game, I had to, you had to sit in and you play one round of Hold'em, one round of Omaha, back to Hold'em, back to Omaha, back to Hold'em, back to Omaha. And like the Omaha pots could be, honestly, an average pot could be 14, 1500 quid, like uh, an average pot, whereas an average Hold'em pot could be 200 quid, 250 right. quid. So it was a big, massive swing. And I remember when that came in, that's when the swings really started because you could come up. I remember that night, I, mean, I won three and a half grand playing Omaha and I don't know how I won the hand. Yeah, like I didn't like. I was just like, I was like, oh, I don't want to look weak here. I went all in, and fucking, um, your man called me who had the nuts, and I rivered the nuts. Then, which is getting basically getting a little bit getting, of luck, like yeah. getting. I had, I had, I had outs to the nuts, which means I like, I had a certain amount of cards that would, if one of them came, I had the nuts. It's a pad hand, can't be beaten. But I was going in massive underdog because he had the blockers to the nuts and the nuts. Uh, himself right. and then I got a fucking some sort of a stupid straight that I that wasn't yeah, even it, he knew you fucking like yeah, none yeah, of us were counting yeah, on that yeah, particular yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and I remember three and a half grand and I remember going on a stag right and uh, the next morning I um I had to buy clothes and I was just too tired to buy clothes because I was playing cards all the time and I was just like I'd be grand I'd be I'd be grand, I'd just wear whatever clothes I had. And I remember just bringing my own clothes and then being out at the stag and seeing everyone dressed to the nines. And I was there just fucking scruffy enough now, like, you know, didn't give a fuck, really, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, why am I fucking, like, why am I not spending my money on something? Yeah, holding it back for more care. Do, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why am I not spending my money on stuff? Like, you know, and, uh, ah, sure, for fuck's sake, stupid, like, stupid. I was, um, like, I look back and it, it was great. It was a great experience, but to the detriment of, like, of certain aspects that I'm not proud of now. Of course, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, it's a nice story. It is a yeah. good story, not a nice story, but it is a good I and mean, a very interesting story. Mm. Like you know how, because anything you get into now, we're even talking on your podcast now, how extreme you get into stuff. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I've no doubt, like when you got into gambling, it was extreme, and it was like you full know on, I mean? man. The fact you left your job and goes, I'm going doing this full time, yeah, and to tell your parents. Like, mm. like that's you. Like that's that's yeah. you. Like I, I might go tiptoe and not tell anybody and go, nah, fuck, we'll say it. No, that's you. I know. I like I know that that's the shit you do. Like, but you my mom was always saying to me growing up, she goes, you, you, you just relax, slow down, slow down, slow down. You don't, you don't have to be the, you don't have to be the main person. Yeah. Slow down. All her life is like, but I'm just, I don't know, fucking ADD or some shit. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's fucking. It's good though. Yeah, you yeah. figure it out. So uh, yeah, that's uh, unreal. That's thanks for coming in, lad. Thanks for coming in. Uh, I suppose we'll plug your shit. So of course, there's uh, yes. Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Uh, conversations with Cornelius. Yes. The name of his podcast. Um, he owns the Coco Club. He owns the Kingdom Comedy Club down in Clarny, which will be running two nights a week next summer. Um, and Coco. come to my show. Oh, co- oh yeah, yeah. The, and the most importantly, mm. uh, he will be playing in the Everyman Theatre January twenty seventh. January twenty seventh. 
And uh, tickets are on sale on my website, corneliuspatrickosullivan.com, or you'll get them at the Everyman. And uh, they're flying. The downstairs is nearly sold out. So get on it. And get the, the tickets. And feckin', uh, we're going to have a great night. And uh, I think the show is... I know the show is very funny and I think it's going to be a great night and I put a lot of work into it. So I would love for you now to just fucking straight away go onto my website and buy tickets right this second. Right this second. Do it. Go on. Go on. Go on. Do it. Do it. And if you're from Mallow and anywhere around the place, you've no excuse. What's happening in January? Fuck all. I know there's a fella from Mallow going up, Betty Claw, sorry, going up and playing the Everyman Theatre Go see it. I've actually seen a couple of snippets of it so far, guys, and it's fucking hilarious. And it's been nice to see Khan's journey to this moment. Obviously, there's so much more to go, like, but it's nice to see. Um, nice to see you doing this, lad. I'm fucking. I have to buy tickets myself. <laughs> and whatever I make, man, I'm putting it all on fucking no hope in the two twenty. Two twenty. Yeah, yeah. And we've learned our lesson. He's here, ten to one. Yeah. <laughs> he has to have some hope. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck's sake! Thanks very much for coming in, lad. Uh, peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. Peace.